This is the OAccess Jamaica podcast, Reasonings with Odessa, episode 13. Hey guys, hey guys, it's December, it's Christmas is in the air, you know, it's all about sorrel and Christmas cake and lots of things and my birthday, my birthday is on the 22nd of December, so big up all the December babies, big up the Capricorn season, it's in the air and what else is in the air is that I'll be in the air pretty soon heading off to Ghana, yes, Ghana, I'm going home, buffet all of that jazz i cannot wait to give you guys all the information that's all going to be in the next africa series so this is the last season of reasonings with odessa i'll be catching you guys back in january with all the podcasts that i've put together talking to people from africa people of the diaspora that have moved there and vice versa so i'm not giving away too much but anyway guys you are listening to midas by the talented and wonderful jane mcgizmo so we're gonna get into some rants that i just want to kind of just brush off you know what i'm saying brush it off off of my chest yeah let's go all right guys so i'm gonna do a quick rant and miss universe happened over the weekend and I think it was on Saturday our very own Miss Universe or Miss Jamaica Universe or Miss Universe Jamaica how they do it um what's her name again Ayana she had on her national costume now I have nothing to say bad about Ayana I love her she's adorable she's a very sweet girl big up yourself girl if you're listening but the organizers of the Miss Jamaica or the Miss Universe or the Miss Jamaica Universe pageant got it all wrong when it came to her costume her costume was about the white witch of rose hall annie palmer now for those who don't know much about annie palmer she was called the wicked witch my dad used to sing a song to me when i used to drive past the rose hall grounds annie palmer she was a wicked witch annie palmer she was a devil witch annie palmer the white witch of rose hall and that used to petrify me um, but Annie Palmer's known for killing her husbands, murdering how much slaves. She was just, as they say, a devil witch. And they made our Miss Jamaica Universe pageant contestant wear a costume that represented her. What has that got to do with Jamaican culture? It might be historic or history, but it has nothing to do with Jamaican culture. Guys, you got it wrong. You got it so wrong. And they got it They got it so wrong that they even were, like, telling people on their Instagram page that we, like, why, why are we arguing about it? This is something that we shouldn't be arguing about. But it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to have a plantation owner of slaves represent our country and our culture of Jamaica. It was just wrong. So people were pissed off on Twitter. Everybody was just ranting and raving about it. And um, I basically thought that Rose Hall 
should have at least waited for the pageant to be over. And then they could have done a whole campaign using our Miss Jamaica Universe, like a whole campaign to advertise the grounds, to advertise everything. They didn't have to have her in that costume. They didn't have to force her. Because, you know, if you are a pageant or, or you're a contestant in a pageant, that if your sponsor gives you something, you've got to put it on. You've got to wear it. So those that are out there cussing homegirl, don't cuss her. It's not her fault. She's just doing her job. But, guys, you got it wrong. The, the organizers, you know I love you guys. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. You need to fix up. And on that note, that's my rant. All right, guys, I just want to rave about the consistency that I have with the podcast this year. It's so cool. And I have to big up Ideas Evolution for assisting me with this because without them, the podcast would not be consistent. So I've got to big them up. And I also have to big you guys up for listening, for reviewing, for raving about it. Guys, thank you so much, so much, so much. You don't even understand. Next year, pulls and skirt. The thing I got torn up. There's so much things I want to tell you what's going to be happening with these things. But again, I just want to thank you guys for listening, you guys for sharing. And um, again, big up to Ideas Evolution. All right, guys, let's get into it. I was so happy finally to sit down with my brothers, Peter and Gramps Morgan of Morgan Heritage. And this one was really cool because we were just talking about life, love and spirituality, as well as Africa. So let's just get into it. All right, it's Reasonings with Odessa and I'm sitting in front of Reggae Royalty, my brothers who I adore, love. Yes. And we're just, this is going to be fun. The only thing is not fun is that you don't drink like me. Yeah, oh, God. it's all good. It's Gramps, it's Peter, and it's Morgan Heritage. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. You were late again. Absolutely. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Guys, the they're called late.com. Late.com. I don't understand. Sorry. Oh, God. We apologize. Jamaica, man, the heat slows us down. How? Hey. Oh. <laughs> Look at some little Atman. <laughs> All right. So you guys were born in Brooklyn. Yes, I And you, you were raised in Springfield. Springfield How did that come about? Well, a grandmother. grandmother. Yeah? A grandmother. Get them out of here. Get them out of Brooklyn. Why? What was wrong with BK? Can you imagine if we was raised in Brooklyn from babies? It would have been a totally different story. <laughs> she knew that the education system was better in uh, Massachusetts than it was in New York. Yeah. In the boroughs at, at the time. Yeah. yeah. She moved there before my dad. Mm -hmm. and she says, very good place to raise ch children and family. So she encouraged her son to take his family to yep. Massachusetts, and that's where we got our education. Yep. So we was constantly between um, Springfield and Brooklyn all our years growing up. Nice. And when was it when you when you came to Jamaica? Well, some 90... of you some of you were based in Jamaica, and some of you yeah, yeah. moved up. Well, we all came to Jamaica when our father decided to move back home in '94. And what was the transition like for you? Like, were you always... Because like me, my dad used to send for me every year. Yeah, it was, Jamaica, there was no between real transition New York and Jamaica. Us, same thing. Okay. Like, I mean, we didn't come to Jamaica constantly, but the way our parents raised us, they didn't mm -hmm. raise us like an American family. Mm -hmm. They raised us as we were growing up in Clarendon, in the country in Jamaica. Right. When you come in at the yard or come in at the Morgan house, at Jamaica, yeah. he yeah. wasn't in America anymore. So moving to Jamaica in '94, it was an easy transition for us. It was almost there's no difference. That's for weird because you I moved culture to, was in the home. I moved to Jamaica '94, January 9, no January, 
93 and then December 93 and started my year 94. So look at that. Wow, look at that. And we also have a lot in common. Most people that are listening to the podcast don't know that my dad is Jimmy Cliff. So yes. it's the first time I'm saying that. Wow. And that's why both of us have a lot in common or True, all of us absolutely. have a lot in common. Let's like, there's a question that I hate. I don't know about you guys, but for me, what's it like being a child of reggae royalty? Or what's it like being a child of Delroy Morgan yeah, or Jimmy right. Cliff? For me, I get annoyed. I'm just like, because yeah. is it normal for you? How do you respond to that? It's a, it's a discovery question for us, you know, because when people ask us, it's like we don't know, we don't know Denroy Morgan, right. Mr. I'll do anything for you. So eight no million daddy. records, we know Daddy. That's the same thing, you know. Me. So to the world, he said, "What is it like being? What do you mean? It's my father, yeah, right." But it's when you turn to an adult, you know, you say, "Oh, whoa, understand oh, who your father oh, is? Oh, I get outside it. Outside of home." He was a uh, oh, you know, and yeah. it's for you. He's probably a discovery moment as well. He's like, oh, daddy, how it's, did they come movie like a big mega still, superstar? It's still my dad, but yeah. was, when I went on tour, it was more like, wow, he, these people are waiting in the mud, right. in the rain, to see my to watch daddy, my dad. Yeah. They're yeah. mad, because right. <laughs> I'll be home. Right. But we get again. I just saw it as my dad, but it sure. was like, wow, it was still a wow moment yeah, for man, me. Of course. So. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> Gramps, are we going to go into like your businesses because you yeah. are all entrepreneurs and I know Gramps, you have your yeah. farm, Gramps Farm, and you've mm. just gone into CBD yeah. business. Mm-hmm. What is it, the CBD business that you're promoting or what you're... What you're... Yeah, well, I own my own CBD company uh, along with my wife, which um, it came about funny because we didn't, I don't smoke her. Right, mm-hmm. and I'm not into casual smoking or recreational smoking, so they call it. Um, but because of my son being born, um, having multiple um, seizures, ah. and he had to, you know, that that's for a story for another time. Right. But he he he's the one that really forced us into it, and she's a scientist and a doctor that really jumped into and said, "Yo, we gotta we gotta fix this," and then. We end up, we was in Forbes magazine four times and nobody, this is probably the first year, the first media house I'm telling this to. And nobody in reggae knew about it as wow. a reggae artist. And, and it's uh, become something special and we wanted to share what we discovered um, with the rest of the world to help heal other children right. because it's, it's a special CBD. It's, there's nothing like it. Oh, wow. Yes, there is oh. nothing like it. We have to do another podcast yeah, just that's on another, that. That's another story right now. It's about loyalty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's loyalty. Peter, yeah. mm-hmm. you're doing production now. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. well, I, you've I been doing production. With, I work a lot with uh, Polynesian. I did a lot of work with J-Book. Ah. Um, uh, so you were in PG. Hawaii a lot? Well, actually, between Hawaii and California. Nice. You know, his second album, his EP that got nominated for a Grammy. Right. Um, I did a lot of work with him. A lot of his songs we wrote together. Nice. You know, um, before it was me, um, his anchor guy was a man called Fiji, who was like Polynesian Barry Salmon. Mm-hmm. You know, and since we met, um, I've taken a lot of pressure off of Fiji having to be that there for J-Book. So me, Fiji and myself, we, we worked along with a lot of other people that J-Book worked with, but, you know, it was a great time doing that. And, you know, working with other people outside of Jamaica on reggae music, it was an eye-opener to, wow. under, to understand how much this music is bigger than just us. You know what I mean? It's not just Jamaica. And 
the world hears reggae music the way they want to hear it. Mm -hmm. And you can't tell them say it's not reggae music because in their country, that's what it's played on the radio as. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You go in America and you hear them talking about the, the latest in uh, hip-hop, R&B, and reggae. And then you hear a Mavado song. You can't tell the people in New York say I don't reggae that because that's what they perceive as reggae. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So to understand where the music is and how it's growing and how it's been growing, you just got to accept it and appreciate it that, you know, the, the music is being kept alive by the world, not just Jamaica. All right. I, I like that. All right, so Cool To Be Conscious Music Group. Yes, yes. sir. Who came up with that? That whole name for your, it was for your really, label. I would say it was Peter that came with the name. Me and him was on the flight, and we was about. It was we was just about to get back in business with VP Records, um, and fi finish our contract. We had one album left for mm -hmm. them, which was um, Here Come the Kings album, and we said, "All right, let's do this deal, but we want to put it out on our own label. Let it be a partnership." And they said, "Let's go." And we said, "What are we gonna call it? What are we gonna call it? We got our own label." <laughs> And I was like, we want to make conscious music. We don't want it to be religious, but more spiritual. Mm -hmm. But more than that, to try to make religious music. Because mm -hmm. even with a lot of with the Rastafarian music, we sell religion so much. And what we as a family, because we travel so much. And I've seen my father transition from so many, from 12 tribes to Bobo Shanti, <laughs> to so many different things. And, you know, and we as his children, is the same thing. We mm -hmm. always make sure we study spirituality. So we study Islam. Mm -hmm. We look at Buddhism. Mm -hmm. We see Christianity. We're Rastafarianism. Mm -hmm. So we more see it as a consciousness. When we said you don't have a to be Rasta, we grew up. I didn't. Have, I had a goatee before and, and a blowout. And we, we used to all get we haircut. And we was Rastafarians, mm -hmm. you know. So it's, we wanted people to know that it's not a dreadlocks thing. It's not a it's not a ital and put on a salasi button and a mm -hmm. khaki suit and say you're Rasta. That's mm -hmm. not what make you a Rasta. It's the conception of your heart and mm -hmm. believing in the divinity of Imperial Selassie. Amen. That is of that Salamonic throne, mm -hmm. you know, to, to know the history of that. Mm -hmm. So when we say cool to be conscious, you always hear me say that. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a odd and a call to say, man, hey, listen, forget all the religious stuff. Let's just be conscious. Be conscious of what you put in your body. Be conscious of how you treat others. Be conscious of where Amen. you go. Be conscious of, of, of what come out of your mouth mm -hmm. to others. Mm -hmm. So we just said CTBC Music Group, short as an acronym, and to say cool to be conscious music. I like that. Yeah, I man. like that. I like that a lot. So let's go back to being the children of... Now, there's something that me and you also have a little vibe with, yeah. like... I people always I have a lot of brothers and sisters mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> like yourselves yes and people always ask me so is that your half brother and sister mm, is that your fire, half brother and fire, sister and I'm like no that's just my brother yes. right. even my mom had it's not my dad's son but mm. my dad still treats my brother as his son and my brothers and sisters still call him as their brother that's right. vice versa my other brother's sister who's not that's my sister mm. simple so I don't understand the conception of half brother this, half sister that. Neither do we. Know. Neither do we. Neither do we. And, and, and that makes our, my dad mm -hmm. and your dad very special. <laughs> yeah. because And it just shows you the kind of man that they are, you know, because to believe in that, that Afrocentric Afro way of thinking and mm -hmm. keeping your kingdom. Mm -hmm. Because you see the word family, mm -hmm. and I'm going to expose this mm -hmm. to you for mm -hmm. the first time. You see, when we think family, and it's like, 
you do every woman like when you have social when you have children with more than one woman the one woman I'll feel like my family and my kids and mm -hmm. the next woman but if they understand that they are part of a kingdom mm -hmm. and it is one king mm -hmm. they will adjust themselves accordingly mm -hmm. and know that they're part of the kingdom mm -hmm. but the king rules and I think that is the thing that I'm excited about you you know digging your 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 hands into Africa and making that trip to, 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 to Ghana, Ghana because right. it's important and I know you're going to return different I know it oh, I, I will definitely. I, I know it when I, when I booked when I click book I start crying. You see. Like every time I listen to the Braface song by Damien Marley and Fuso GG yes. and what Damien says, I start crying. Yeah, man. I have a friend who's from Gambia and I'm telling him, Brethren, I'm coming and I'm so emotional. And he's yeah. like, What do you mean? What do you mean you're so emotional? I'm like, yeah. Bruh, you're not from slavery. You don't get it. Right. You come, you grew up in exactly. Africa. Do you understand me? Exactly. You don't really get and it. And when I look at you, it's like I just see a beautiful black woman. Damien, oh. You know, it's like, look at her. And I, I wonder, even the first time I met you, I said, she, does she even know her power? Yes, I did. You know, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> look at her. Her skin speaks volumes, uh, like the melanin. Like, there's white people that go out and try to tan and try to achieve what you have from birth. And some people are bleach it all. But if I didn't have a strong mother yes. and that told me that I was black and beautiful, if I yes. didn't feel that, you know, my father said, oh, you're a princess. Right. My mother never said, yo, you're cut off the cream, you know, because mm -hmm. me, I cut off mine. Right. Right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, how am I going to go with my hair? Am I going to do my hair? She's like, you're just going to wear it natural. And right. me and my best friend, we just, one day, we just said, you know what? Let's just do it at the same time. And we did it at the same time. Tell and we never looked back It's a again. beautiful wow. thing. So, so what do you think about, did you see the Miss um, South Africa yes. win? Oh, beautiful. Yes. Oh, she is, I already <laughs> DM'd she, her. She had an agenda from the get-go. Yeah, she yeah, knew definitely. she's coming out to, yeah. to tell people, yeah. I'm black, I'm yeah. here, yeah. I'm here to take up space. Yeah, man. Most definitely. I DM'd her personally and just said, hey, we are proud of you. So proud. You know, because one of the things with, with our family, and as Rastafarians, we don't want to get caught saying Rasta, saying Africa, and not making the move, not mm -hmm. being proactive, because mm -hmm. a lot of our, our forefathers have never got a chance to go to Africa. Mm -hmm. And we've preached about this place so many times and some couldn't afford to and, buy a and, ticket. And we've influenced so Absolutely. much. We've influenced, like you, on your album, which we'll touch about, you mm -hmm. have like Stoneboy, who I'm also going to be talking to. But reggae music and dancehall, which is the same thing as far as I'm yes. concerned yes. anyway. Mm -hmm. It's influenced so much Africans no, in ways that we in Jamaica don't even understand. Oh, like how it's helped them. People in the Congo, people in the bush, people at war, and they listen to like an Israel vibration, yes, or they listen yeah. to, yes, you know, Bob Marley or whoever, mm -hmm. they, how they feel, you know. Yes. Have you always felt spiritual connection to Africa? Always. Growing up, 100%. even when you were in Brooklyn. I'll never, I'll never forget when Peter dreamed his imperial majesty, and he woke up crying. Wow. Yeah. You remember that? Oh, of course. <laughs> and I was like, this, this is real, mm. you know, for... Um, that energy just to talk to him and visit him. And from that, it, there was this charge from Pete. I'm mean, like early days when in time the way I drink lead soup and <laughs> eat brick crackers. When they are saying Thomas a tree like we're going to the Olympics. And I mean, it, it's it's been, it's like we were chosen for, to do this. 
to spread this message yeah. of the gathering of the people, yeah. of, the, of the, the, the separated black people scattered in the four You know your ancestors. It's, I, yeah. I keep telling yeah. people, trust your ancestors. Trust certain things yes. that happen to you. Yeah. You know, I was yesterday I had a pothole. My car lick a big pothole on Waterloo Road. And, and, my, and I was on my way to do my TV show. Yeah. And I'm actually turning into immigration where I was supposed to go to. So I said, let me turn in and park the car and beg the man for kind of help me with the, with the, I don't know how to change a car tire, guys. <laughs> I'm so whack. So he changed the car tire for me. I said, let me just go in and take care of what I need to take care of. And while I went in, I said, you know what? It was like something put that big dirty pothole in my way for me yeah. to do what I needed yeah, to do so sure. I can get through what mm -hmm. I needed to do. So it was just a roadblock and it was wow. a blessing at the yes, same sir. time. Yes, and something was talking, you know, just, yeah, just sometimes people just need to just stop, think and listen. Yeah. It's yeah. always your yeah. ancestors, it's always spirits or certain things talking to yeah. you. Yeah. Do people always think you're like, I don't know, some people might think I was crazy back in the day when I used to talk about being spiritual and spirits and ancestors. Of course, of course. So it was Jesus. We live in a world that doesn't <laughs> revere spirituality as it once did. So of course people are going to look at you as like, you know, off your rocks you're about shit crazy yeah man <laughs> all right so i want to touch on my sister who's your sister as well you know yes. she wasn't well and she's recovered now yeah, are we gonna see her on tour with you guys pretty soon or is she taking a maybe not off? touring but anything's possible for her to appear on a show here or there mm -hmm. you know because i mean it's heritage for life you mm -hmm. know, can't ever get rid of that mm -hmm. but, i love um, her man yeah man her focus she, what we want really see her do is like when me and Peter got a chance to work with other artists, you know, Jay Boog and the, you know, you know, even Bugle's last album, that was my album, and Etana's album, that was nominated, that was my album. So to, to really expand ourselves as individuals, mm -hmm. right? And when I was on tour with India Ari and mm -hmm. Pujo and Taros, we did solo projects as a family. You never got that chance. Yeah. So when you talk about life and as a mother, mm -hmm. it's like, and you come from an, an, an ordeal like that, it's like, mm -hmm. man, I want to go fishing. I want to jump out of a plane. I want to go parachute gliding. Yep. And one of our biggest things was, I want to finish my solo album. So we really want her to finish that, that as a as a goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's, she, her, it's her next coming. Yeah. And you always see, it's heritage for life. But right now, the workhorses is... Me and Peter and Mojo and mm -hmm. Luke is, ma is the manager of Rage and right, Fire. I know that. So you know we're putting <laughs> our hands and spread the industry. It's no you longer about the mug and the family. You got to dabble in everything. Yeah. Yes, of everything. Yeah, yeah, man. Everything. All right, so let's get to the the meat of the matter, which is loyalty. Yes, sir. Name of the new album. New album. Tell us about it. I mean, it's a body of work that we challenged ourselves to do. I mean, after doing so many albums, sometimes you can become complacent and. Just know it's a, it's a program that's already set, but we wanted to challenge ourselves, which the final parts of this album being put together, we were in three different places at the same time doing oh, wow. the final work. You know, there was a point where Gramps was in South Korea, I was in Florida, Gramps Mojo Korea? was in Kenya. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were working through WhatsApp, video calling, messaging, you know, phone conferencing, thank big up WhatsApp for that. They right. need to give us a <laughs> so without WhatsApp, we couldn't have done Cut it, man, and emails and Dropbox and, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it, 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 it challenged us. And it, we, what we put in this album, and why we call it loyalty, is to show the world that we, Margaret Heritage, are loyal to reggae. Not a certain sort of reggae, not just roots reggae, but reggae music. Because under the umbrella of reggae, you have roots reggae, you have lovers rock reggae, and even dancehall is under mm -hmm. the umbrella. You know what I mean? So 
we incorporated all those sounds in the way people hear reggae from their land, like a song called Weekend Greens. It's how the Americans interpret, it, interpret reggae. Bands like Iration and Pepper, that's their sound of reggae. Right. You know what I mean? And then you have your Stone Boy. Your Stone Boy and the Diamond Platinums. And, yeah, their you know, the sound Patarankin. of reggae. Yes, yeah. you know, mixing with the Afrobeat and, you know, them so, doing it. I'm going to say Afrobeat, sir. So. Yeah, yeah, Afrobeat. Afrobeat is Fela Kute. Right, <laughs> right, right. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, that, that was, you know, the gist of why we call the album Loyalty. To show our loyalty to the music. Globally. 100%. That's nice. What's what do you guys only have anything that you really favor of the album the most? Uh, different songs for different moments, you know. Like loyalty is that song where everybody wants loyalty. I, I heard the, I heard the exclusive being played today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, whoa! Like, in your brethren want loyalty from in brethren. The woman want loyalty from her man. The, want, the man want loyalty from the woman. Even I'm a, a dog and his master, he want the dog mm -hmm. to be loyal to him. Mm -hmm. Sit, boy. Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's something that I think is going to become like a commodity amongst the human race because mm -hmm. it's hard to find nowadays. So loyalty could be that song. And then Bedrock is one of those songs that hit you. Like you talk about like a shaggy, a shabba ranks. Sean Paul to me today is a bedrock. Because yes, the is. work that he's putting, he's still putting it in, man. This year alone, and <laughs> he's nobody. Got, he's about what eight, nine hits. I've right. like, yeah, he put something up. Mega on hits. No, let's get it like, correct. Mega, mega, mega hits. hits. Right, and everything and, that Sean touches, and still not being celebrated enough. I, nice. I believe, I in my opinion, we celebrate Sean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we need to celebrate things like that, and that's what this album is really about. Just. That's why the, the title track is called Loyalty. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, let's be loyal to Brand Jamaica. The biggest thing now is like, okay, you heard what's going on, like Afrobeats taking over That's from Dancehall. And I'm like, come on, How let's just do it? what we Afro do. Afrobeats is a part of Dancehall. Right. Afro, it's Fela, a baby of Dancehall. Fela Kute right. produced Afrobeat. Afrobeat is a fusion of reggae, jazz, and Thank high life. You. That's correct. Afrobeats is a fusion of Dancehall, high life. That's correct. <laughs> Afrobeat, you know, a little bit of and and hip hop. We should be proud of it. You know your we, music. Of girl. course yeah. I do, man. You know your music, we we yeah. need to embrace it. Mm -hmm. We need. I'm happy that Afrobeats came out because it's made our young people now embrace Africa a lot more. Yeah, man. Thank you. And understand the culture. True, true. You know. Yeah, man. One hundred. So it's you know wear Teachers, their their yes, their arms yeah. proudly and you know big up that like, even Black Panther and people are complaining you're not wearing the right yeah. thing. Yeah. Be happy that they're right. wearing something it has that's begun. African. Right. It starts. Right. It has start. begun. <laughs> so you start. know. We always complain about everything. It's like no them I say, oh we want pata for be a language. Oh them for that. It's like it's like. <laughs> that's what actually is a language though, right? <laughs> Why would you want it to be? It's a language. I would love it to be. I mean, personally, I would love it to be. <laughs> but if it's the, it's up to the government. But I'm just saying that people are against it. To, to hear that people are uh, against yeah, it, it's like, like what? Co you got the chance to have the world recognize a language where people used to look pan. But people talk patois. Everywhere. Thank you. Stormboy talk Thank patois. you, gentleman. You, gentleman talks patois. <laughs> You're in the bus in England and a white boy's like, yeah, yeah, bruv. The ends, you know? Right. And you turn around, it's a whitey, white, shade, white, <laughs> yeah. white, 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 white boy. Yeah. We don't realize how powerful <laughs> we are. It's, it's like it crazy. Be. It should be. It should be. It's, yeah, it's a language. Yes. You grow up listening to it. Yep. It's, it's a language. Yes. All right, who won that? Now, mine, that's, that's yours. Oh, shame. <laughs> See? 
this thing yeah. oh, shit. I love it. I got bad up. I got bad up. All right. Tell me about when when your friend and my friend Budger Bantam was released. How did you how did that make you feel? Because you're very close with Mark. Yeah, goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps. I mean, it's it's hard to explain. Because when he when it was released, it was almost like a secret. It was like nobody knew whether it was coming from the moon or is yeah. it was coming by a boat or a spaceship. <laughs> nobody knew. You know, it was like a very hell secret and because they anticipated, you know, it would be a you know, they wanted, he wanted to be calm. Mm -hmm. First thing he wanted to do was just hug his kids yeah. and hug his dad. Yeah. But everybody's looking at the Buju, similar yeah. to what we went through, like Jimmy Cliff yeah. and Denver and Morgan. But at the end of the day, he's dad to his but kids. But is still a person that people don't really know that still always was kind of undercover. He yeah, always yeah. had that aloofness with that Dave Kelly vibe. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? The yeah, aloofness. Man. Something, and he got that Prince thing. Is that Prince never wanted to overexpose himself on the internet. And he was very, he wanted control of that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of artists need to take a note of that to don't overexpose yourself. But when Buju came out, it was, it was a celebration, man. And not only for us, the Morgan family. Um, it was a celebration for the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, the world was talking about it. We, I, I saw a clip, American Airlines was playing the man's song, Don't Like He was like, we going to the land of Buju. <laughs> wow. I was like, like that's powerful. Yeah. You know, and it just shows you how powerful the music is and, and, the, and the culture. I can't even imagine when Vibes Cartel, if he ever oh gets his Lord. freedom, what it's that's going to be, be like, you know? But, <laughs> if, if. Yeah, yeah. but... Buju is our friendship is it's it's a beautiful and special thing, like you know to, to see him making music again and mm -hmm. hear the song and he got a new record out, Number which one is on doing Billboard yeah, which is doing really well. I said something amazing. like a year ago, Mark was just coming out, yeah, and now he's ending his year with a number one hit, yeah. So. And, and wicked collaboration, it's and it's, it's just a beautiful Blessing thing. Him. And he was the first one to bring Morgan Heritage to the UK for a tour. Wow! He requested Morgan Heritage. That's just when Don't Have Forget was on the rise, and we had a, a couple hit records in the UK, and nobody really knew what it was, but the songs were big. And he's kind of that first. He not kind of. He was the first artist to bring us on tour in the UK. Wow! And from that day, he's That's been good. a brother, not a friend. That's right. All yeah. right. All right, so last thing, I ask a lot of people this question. Mm -hmm. Reggae is, and you answer it. Reggae is a power that can't be removed. Okay, you Gramps? Reggae will continue to be news. Reggae is or reggae is? Reggae is news. All right, <laughs> all right. What about Jamaica? Jamaica is. Oh. Mm. Jamaica's blessed. Jamaica's influential. What about Africa is? The foundation. Africa is everything. All right. Africa's the future. Yeah. All right. And on that note, thank you, brothers. Thank, thank you. We're we'll going to link up. Oh, hey, Gramps owe me food and everybody. So <laughs> if you see Gramps on the road, you say, yo, you, you, you cooked the dinner for us. Did, did you pay that bill? Yeah, sir? you do pay. <laughs> Reasons for it. the desert. We out. Thank you. All right, guys. This is the last episode for this season and the last episode for the year. I'll be back in January with lots more. It's going to be an Africa series, as I told you. And I just want to big up and send some love to my affiliates and sponsors, my affiliates, Ideas Evolution 
And also my Drinky Poo sponsors throughout the year was definitely through Campari with Ray and Nephew, with uh, Appleton, Rom, and all those fabulous wines. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts or the platform of your choice. Well, I'm off. Linkage laters. Peace.